are NBA Australia. NBA Australia, hang on. Are you well? I bloody well hope that you are. Hope you're not as tired as your old mate Jimmy over here. Anyway, that's right. I am your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of Code Bets. Uh, I'm also on Fox Sports Lab NBA. I'm in the paper. Uh, <laughs> you also maybe hear me on uh, Code Bet Daily. Keep your ears to the ground about that. That's a good one. Uh, anyway, I'm here. Larry Armour Studios. Very tired. Very tired. It's late Thursday. Getting stuck in. That's right. We're repping Australia a bit. That's what we do. Wrapping up all the ins and outs of the NBA season for you. Not taking things too seriously, though. Leave that for the nudes. All right, though. A couple of big days to wrap up. Oh, geez. How good was Steph? He can play. Just a damn shame the uh, Warriors can't win any games. The Joker got the Coco. What's going on there? But some other great games to wrap up for you. Good times. How good were Boston, so Anyway, uh, we'll wrap all those up. We've got a juicy slab of that. It's not a knife, all mate, no mate. Spot of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got, yeah, Nas. We've got the unpopular opinion of the day. We've got our back take house where we're serving up a flame grilled take. And uh, I don't know, we might talk about Kevin Durant throwing all of his teammates under the bus. That was good. Yeah. What a leader. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll do the Australian Player Watch. I think we've got a Shane Hill shoot a shoot shoot your shot light him up award. Uh, do some picks, and that'll be it. Love it. All right, let's get into it. Episode 859 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Uh, you better. I don't know, just in case. <laughs> Shack's after you. Uh, better watch out for the moon conspiracy theories if you're uh, watching out for the shark attack. Yeah. You don't need to watch that one. It's uh, not great. All uh, right, let's start today's show. The way we start every show here in NBA show with a daily whip around. Lamello came back from an ankle injury. Then proceeded to hurt himself again today uh, by falling on a fan and hurting his ankle. I mean, never lost. That's a tough one. It's bowling season! Is it, though? Is it, though? Uh, Kyrie Irving is on track to apparently return. Maybe. Uh, Kyrie's continuing his journey of dialogue and education. So he watched a YouTube video. (laughs) Fucking worm brain moron. Uh, He's been grappling with the full weight of the impact of his choices and actions, particularly in the Jewish community. Kyrie rejects anti-Semitism of any form. And he's dedicated to bettering himself and increasing his level of understanding. He plans to continue this journey well into the future to ensure... His words and actions align with his pursuit of truth and knowledge. Okay, then how about he comes out and fucking says that rather than just have an Instagram fucking post that's a half-bullshit apology. The fuck out of here. I enjoyed this, though. Uh, it's one of those classic cases of ESPN, just like, oh, this is your report. No, really, I just copy and pasted the uh, text messages I got from the agents and the Players Association. Uh, so that was uh, the quote I just had then. That was the... Uh, the Players Association Executive Director, Director Tamika Tamaglio, uh, 
Woj in this uh, story then goes on to say, oh, Tremaglia and the union have been working closely with Irving the Nets and the NBA in helping him to author his own remedies to end the suspension. Sources said, a.k.a. that is verbatim what I just got from a fucking agent. <laughs> Get out of here. What might have started out as a rigid list of prerequisites, prerequisites, evolved into Irving himself taking ownership of the process, which is what the Nets and the league hoped would be the case. Guys, I want to watch some more YouTube videos. All right, good job, Kyrie. Get the fuck out of here. I just don't care. Like, it's a lot of ballyhoo about a bloke who doesn't give a fuck about playing defense and doesn't tend to make his teams that much better beyond making six shots, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, uh, sticking with the Nets, uh, it was good to see Kevin Durant showing his... uh, Usual levels of leadership by throwing his entire team under the bus in an interview, in an interview with Chris Haynes. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Look, everyone keeps asking me about why I asked for a trade. It's like, did you fucking look at this roster, man? It's shit house. I mean, look at our starting lineup. This is actually the quote. Look at our starting lineup. Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neill, Joe Harris, Claxton and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that shit house group? Oh, sorry. I added in the shit house bit. That's literally what he said. You expect us to win because I'm out there. So if you're watching from that lens, you're expecting us to play well because number seven is out there. All right. Just a real, true leader of men. I had some complaints in the summer. My complaints were not about just me. It was about how we're moving as a unit. So when we're all playing like shit, you know the one person they're going to look at. That's why I requested a trade. It got hard and I didn't want to do it anymore. No one was like living up to my expectations, and I know I was going to get the blame, so I wanted out. Yes, that's that's real leadership. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Anyway, uh, what else? That's basically it. There's not been a giant amount of other news outside of the uh, sort of horrible Kyrie kind of stuff, the Lamello thing, and I don't know. Good times at the moment. We're kind of, uh, you know, rolling forward. The good thing is the basketball has been off the chain. It's kind of the best part about this season. I don't want it hijacked by dumb fucking stories like Kyrie and Kevin Durant throwing the rest of his team under the bus. It's like literally we get a split second where everything's a little bit chill and these fucking idiots are like, me. It's like, all right, can I just watch Shea Gilgis Alexander shred? That's all I want. (laughs) That's all I want. All right, let's do some game raps. Game raps. Game raps. Game raps. Game raps. If uh, you cast your mind back to Tuesday. So three days worth of stuff to uh, wrap up for you here. We did the show Monday night. That was a uh, that was a fun one. Jesus. These late night shows are getting wonky. Uh, the Raptors uh, called this one. So the Pistons didn't win in the classic uh, Dwayne Casey Bowl where they'd beaten the Raptors six straight times. They did, however, of course, cover the spread. So uh, if you were uh, paying attention, we got the pick right. They just didn't quite get over the hump. They uh, had a furious comeback, though. Jaden Ivey played one of his, his better games. Here's the problem. The Pistons are 3-12. and 12. They don't have uh, Kay Cunningham at the moment. It's pretty tough when you're that sort of devoid, well, that young and devoid of talent to take away one of your main dudes to actually win these games. But they yeah, put up a good fight. Uh, 115-111 that was. Raptors just keep on rolling. The Hornets punked the Magic out of nowhere. The Magic men didn't have Palo Bancato. And uh, Mason Plumley just shredded them. 
Yeah, weird to say that, but he did. 112-105. The Thunder held on against the... uh, No, sorry. The Thunder blew a lead. There you go against the Celtics. 126-122. Giddy inbounded the ball off the the bottom of the backboard. (laughs) That was a bad turnover. Uh, Shea went for, what, 37-8? That was a really, really fun game. Sort of had everything. The Celtics, geez, they just played their ass off. And they are looking like a fucking juggernaut. But the Thunder are looking like a problem. We'll get to them again in a second. The Heat beat the Suns. Ah, it's a, it's a hot bowl. Do you get it? The Suns in their Heat. 113-112 because uh, Jimmy Butler is him and D-Book is not. Uh, but more to the point, it was like five minutes of Jimmy Butler brilliance in that sort of fourth quarter. And uh, Bam Adebayo was awesome all game. Fun game, though. The Suns just could not quite get there. Heat ran over the top in the 113-112. Clippers beat the Rockets 122-106 because the Rockets stink. Like, just out loud. You watch them and you're just like... This is horrible! There's no other way to put it! That's right. Uh, the Hawks beat the Bucks as he predicted on this here program. It was really good, but of course, I don't think the Bucks had Giannis Antetokounmpo in that one. No, he did play. Hang a second. They didn't have Giroux. That's right. Bit tricky at the moment. This Bucks team, you never know who's going to play. Uh, but I think we talked about that, right? Giannis went 8-21 in this game. 11-18 of 18 at the free throw line. But just the sheer length and size of the Hawks can sort of stymie him sometimes. Didn't happen today against the Cavs. We'll get to that in a second. Good game by the Hawks. And the Warriors kicked the absolute bejesus out of the Spurs. 132-95. Jordan Poole at 36 because he started... If you ask him to come off the bench, guess what? He might get punched in the face again. <laughs> it's crazy. Five or ten from downtown. What happened yesterday? Well, where the Pelicans beat the Grizz, that was a fun-ass game. Larry Nance absolutely hammering tongs it. CJ McCollum dropping in bombs when needed. Uh, we had Jaron Jackson Jr. come back and shit up the joint. Three or 14. It was brutal. Laying bricks to the size of your fucking head. Uh, Jarsel had 36. Got into it with Jose Alvarado. Love that. Spindles Ingram. It was cruising. CJ had 30. 19 for Larry Nance. He did everything. It was great. It was an awesome game. No Zion, though, because he's got a foot contusion. That's what you get when you're trying to carry around that big rig all the time. Uh, the Mavs tried the absolute hardest to shit the bed against the Clippers. Uh, what was it, like 54 to 32 at halftime? And uh, still took a massive clutch Luca 3. <laughs> To put them back up four right at the end and uh, hold on. Yeah, 35 and 11. Love that. Uh, Paul George, 23, 7 and 6 and 10 turnovers. The Knickerbockers beat the Yaz, 118, 111. Unexpected. The Knicks out of nowhere. Just rip off two back-to-back wins on the road. Are they clicking? Uh, maybe. It's not exactly their defense that's getting them over the hump, but anyway. Uh, the Blazers 117 beat the Spurs 110, 153. That's right, the Kings kicked their shit out of the Nets 121. And Dally got out there. They're a great hoop to the Ukrainian stepladder, Alex Lynn. And then today's games, it was an absolute belt of a slate. The Pacers beat the Hornets 125-113. Lamello goes out after scoring 26 and having six assists. Love that. Tyrus Halliburton at 22-11, crushing it. Pacers, they are just a pain in your ass. They're 7-6 and six now. It's going to get harder and harder for them to tank. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. The Timberwolves outlasted the Magic 126-108. Just sort of put them to the sword. Bol Bol at 26-12. Just saying, if you got in, get on him early for most improved, 
I mean, he's probably not going to uh, pip Shea Red at Gilgis Alexander, but 26 and 12. He's no joke. Ant-Man had 35, though. The Thunder, they beat the Wiz 121-120 thanks to a Shea game-winning three. It was sick. For a bloke who doesn't shoot threes that often, he just fucking rainbowed it, and it was beautiful. It was all too much for the Extreme Zinger Meal. Extreme Zinger Meal. 42 for Shea. Uh, the Celtics kicked the crap out of the Hawks in Atlanta, 126-101. Uh, without Marcus Smart and uh, without Malcolm Brogdon, you'd think, oh, geez, I guess Trey Young and uh, DeJunte Murray would have gone off then. Well, you'd be wrong because they didn't. Uh, <laughs> it was like Trey had 27, DeJunte couldn't really get going and just nothing else was happening at all for the Hawks. AJ Griffin out there looking like a fucking chook with his head cut off. Anyway, the Heat, they lost to the Raptors 112, 104-V. Uh, OG Ananobi is playing his ass off, and the Raps are now 9-7, and seven, just sliding under the radar in absolute perfect fashion. Good to see uh, Nikola Jovic. Hello. Get out there and uh, get a start, the rookie. Isn't that nice? Yeah. It's these sorts of games where you go, oh, yeah, good game. Heat, Raps, why did Jimmy Butler only take eight shots? Like, you know, just have those moments where you're like, why is Gabe Vincent taking more shots than Jimmy Butler? One of the eternal questions. Anyway, good job by the Raps. Cruising. Heat, I don't know. They just sort of, they look so bad in some of these games and then they look like the old Heat. Anyway, Bucks kicked the shit out of the Cavs uh, on the back of Brookaloopers. Uh, the man who stole a lot of money from me, he is playing his ass off. Mobley at 20, 23 for Garland, 23 for Mitchell. Just not much else going on. Kalov couldn't get anything going. My sweet baby couldn't do anything. Karis Levert. Without the uh, Twin Towers, it's a bit of a problem. But tell you what, this team will be uh, rolling once they get uh, Ricky Tiki Tata, Rupi, oh, back and firing as well as go the throw Jared Allen. Yeah, anyway, uh, the Bucks look. Giannis, he had 16, 12, and 8. But Lopez just dominated. He had 29 and 5. Crushed. He went 7 to 9 from downtown. They got 21 from Jordan. And away they go. They're 11 and 3. And you'd barely fucking know it. It's unreal. Uh, speaking of which, the Celtics are 12 and 3, top of the East. Just a heads up. The Pelicans kicked the crap out of the Bulls. Because, of course, they did. Because Chicago are like, oh, is this a team that doesn't have, like, one of their starters? Well, I guess we better lose to them. <laughs> In classic Bulls fashion. Like, Spindles only goes for 16 and 9. Uh, 22 for My Name is Jonas. Absolutely toweling up the Vooch. Uh, and away you go. 28 for DeRozan. 25 and 22 shots for Levine. And just this Bulls team. It's just an affront to basketball at times the way they play. They're 6 and 9. Nice. So are the Nets. Nice. And so are the Warriors after they lost to Phoenix. Uh, 131-19 today. Steph had 50 and they lost. It was the worst plus minus uh, since, what, 06, since they've been tracking that sort of stuff in a 50-point game. Pretty crazy. He had 59 and 6. They lose 131-19. Unbelievable. Uh, the Knicks just came out of nowhere and beat the Nuggets 106-103. The Joker didn't play in this one. Julius Randle decided to play one of the better games of his season, 34 and 11. MPJ just went completely MIA. And uh, good times. And the Rockets. Beat the Mavs after the Mavs decided to give Luca the day off. After he's just carried this entire fucking team all year. <laughs> 101-92. Uh, Christian Wood went off. He had 26. It's good to see Josh Green get a start. But yeah, otherwise, you lost it. So the Mavs were horrible. They just didn't hit like any shots. They shot 
uh, what was it, 30% as a, as a team? Oof, 12 of 55 from downtown. This is it. The Mavs, if they don't hit any threes, they lose. It's like the simplest equation in the world. And uh, if you can't go better than 21% from three against the Rockets, you got some big problems, pal. Just saying, just saying. All right, with all that in mind, let's give away some NBA Australia awards. Like, I don't know, how about the uh, NBA Australia approved performance of the night? <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. I mean, it's got to be Shay. That game winner was fucking off the chain. Are you kidding? He went absolutely ballistic. The way he scores is just mind-boggling. Like, Steph has the 50 in the loss. He goes 7 of 28. 17 of 28, rather. Obviously, 7 of 11 from downtown. Shea goes 2 of 3 from 3 and 14 of 22 overall. Unbelievable. Like Ant-Man hits 7 threes, he gets to his 35. Shea just does, you know, 3 the hard way. Unreal shit. OG's playing out of his skin. I mentioned that. He had the 32 and 10. Um, some really, really good games. Obviously, the Luka, 35-11-5 and five against the Clippers and that game winner, unreal. Terrence Davis goes off, hits seven threes against the uh, the Nets. Hello. Enjoyed that. CJ leading from the front against the uh, Grizzlies. That was pretty good. The 36-8-4 from Ja Morant. Yeah, not bad, bro. Not bad. But it's got to go to Shea. Like, yeah, he also had 37 the other day against Boston. Nearly got them the win there. He ended up with 37 points, eight assists, two steals and a block. Again, only two of four from downtown. Just absolute chaos. The dude is playing out of his fucking skin. He is unbelievable. Uh, and look, a bit of uh, a bit of props to, uh, what was it, Delano Banton, who went absolutely ham the other day and had 27 against Detroit. Absolutely hilarious vibes. It's like, all right, cool. He went 5 of 10 from 3, 13 and 20 from overall. Love to see it. Who is the spud of the night, though? Spud, 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 of the night. I mentioned the Mavs today. How about all of them? Sniper alert goes 0 of 6. Sniper alert, watch out for Reggie. Reggie Bullock, he's gonna. He's a sniper. He's written it on his shoes. Yeah, he might knock you out with one of his fucking misses. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, Spencer, he went 3 of 18. Faku Kompatso goes 1 of 7. Uh, Hardaway the Lesser in their last game actually went 0 of 7, but he was really good today. He was the only one who could hit a fucking shot. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. mentioned that. He was M- MPJ, was MIA. He was 1 of 8. Uh, we had Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. doing that 3 of 14, I mentioned. The Paul George 10 turnover game. Uh, and how about Jordan Poole? Fuck. You can see why dudes would want to punch him in the head. Draymond, uh, today, so he drops, what, 36 the other night, uh, comes out today and just goes, oh, cool, I'll come off the bench, 27 minutes of cardio, two points, 0 of 5 from downtown. Oh, but Jimmy had eight assists, yeah, cool. That's great. It's because he just got, hey, Steph, take this. <laughs> Bang. Oh, I'm going to get punched in the head again by Draymond if he's not fucking careful, I'll tell you that much. Anyway, uh, but my favourites from the uh, last couple of days, I'll tell you what, we're going to uh, tip our hats too. A couple of blokes, Dorian Finney-Smith, Jalen Johnson, Devin Cassidy. Let's do it, because what do they shoot? 
Devin Castley. I meant Devin Vassell. What am I talking about? I can't even read my own handwriting. Jesus, Jimmy, what are you doing, son? Yeah, you're getting it wrong. That's what I'm doing. But Devin Vassell, 311. Uh, Jalen Johnson, 311. And Dorian Finney-Smith, 311. Uh, Jalen Suggs went 1 of 10 as well the other day. Love to see him. Who's old mate, no mates? Old mate, no mates. 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 Who's got no mates today? How about everybody on Brooklyn not named fucking Kevin Durant? That is a rough one. But especially like Edward Sumner... Royce O'Neill, Joe Harris, and Nick Claxton. They're just like, Re- really? You got to say my fucking name, Kevin? Yeah, like, we've got a fucking shit team. I'm on. Mean, look at these motherfuckers. Edward Sumner, Royce O'Neill, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton. And they're just like, dude, what the fuck did I do to you? <laughs> what a tough fucking scene that is. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. also booted Dwight Powell in the face. That's a bit of a old mate, no mate's vibe. He just seems like a fucking prick, though, doesn't he? Kevin Porter Jr.? Jesus. Anyway, uh, how about pantsing of the night? Very fat, 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 very, very fat, fat. I enjoyed the battle between uh, Ja Morant and Jose Alvarado. The uh, Ja giving Alvarado the old uh, too small after getting by him. That was pretty good. Uh, the Nets got pantsed by the Kings to the tune, what, 153 points? Yeah, that, that's a pantsing. That's a flat-out pantsing. You better believe that's a pantsing. Um, but the real pantsing of this last couple of days was obviously Jimmy Butler straight up going... Hey, Devin Booker, that's a pretty cool game winner that you're trying to shoot there. How about I just hound you into oblivion, block your shot, and then hound you again until you airball it, fuck you. And Devin Booker is just like, oh, man, I thought it was unfair when they were, like, double-teaming me. Now it's just Jimmy Butler. Oh, crap. <laughs> that's a pantsing. All right, better than Lonzo Ball. <coughs> Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you will get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros, now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody, believe it. Uh, how about, can we go with the OG Ananobi? I think we got him. He is absolutely shredding it. 23rd pick back from 2017. He had 32-10-3. He goes 13 of 18 against Miami. He had 19-7-3-2 against Detroit as well. Pascal Siakam goes out, and OG just goes, yeah, I got this. Seriously, he's averaging 22 points in November to go with six rebounds. He's like, what, top three defensive player of the year as well? It's unbelievable. He's playing his ass off. And yeah, you better believe, better than Lonzo Ball. And uh, because this is the last show of the week until, uh, what, Sunday or Monday, uh, let's do this one. Dickhead of the week. What are you talking about? It's Kevin. It's fucking Kevin Durant because he threw his fucking team. He's like, oh, all these guys are shit. Like, what did you want me to do? Try and play with them? Oh, of course I asked for a trade because who's going to get blamed that these guys fucking suck? Muggins over here. Me, Kevin Durant. This is the sort of leadership that gets shit done. <laughs> what a fucking shitbag. Blow it out your ass, Kevin Durant. All right, let's do some yenars. I got some listening yenars right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington. 
or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some yeah, nahs. Uh Brought to you by... Go buy some bloody merch, would you? <laughs> NBAAustralia.com slash shop or just any of the links on the old uh, socials. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Got to clean out the house. The Renos are uh, just around the corner. And also, old mate's going to punch me in the back of the head as I'm walking down the hallway one day just because uh, I'm taking up too much of the squid's fucking storage area. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway... Let's do it. Let's do some Yanaz. I got a bunch from uh, our man Jez Oz, the legend. Thank God. Because uh, I did not have time to uh, dream up some as good as these. Let's have a look. Uh, number one. Hey, Big Cheese. Hope you're well. Got a few Yanaz for you, buddy. Here goes. Thanks, Jez. Number one. The player with the most trade value for the Lakers is none other than playing GM LeBron James. Other teams will pay overs for him, and it could be the best chance for the Lakers to get back in the draft. Yanaz. Well, unfortunately, they can't trade LeBron uh, this year. So they're kind of up shit creek in that regard. But it's a good question because, like, would one team just go, oh, yeah, we'd sacrifice some draft picks. Oh, that's right, the Knicks would. 100% chance the Knicks would go, yeah, here's RJ Barrett and two of our draft picks. We will take LeBron James, age 30, fucking 20 million. James Dolan, got to win the press conference. Maybe then we'd actually see Kevin Durant play LeBron James for the first time since, what was it, 20-fucking-19. Anyway, um, but yeah, the LeBron thing, he actually, so Jez's thing, he does have the most trade value. The problem is they just can't trade him. So with the extension that he signed for like one year, which is just fucking weird when you think on it. But yeah, he probably would be the guy that would get the most back just because no one trusts Anthony Davis to stay fucking even as scaric healthy. But at least you can trade AD. Number two, now that Emo Yudoka is apparently on the market, the Wolves should be bending over backwards to sign him. They're clearly lacking some hard truth, and old uncle Touchy Emo might be the man to give them the boot in the ass they require. Yeah, nah. Oh. He would 100% punch Rudy Gobert in the face, wouldn't he? I love it. Yeah, look. Yeah, look, he would be great in Minnesota just because I don't know if Chris Finch has uh, got the acumen to uh, <laughs> deal with whatever the fuck is going there. But seriously, Emo Udoka just getting into Ant-Man's ear, he would like literally just like leave D'Lo at an airport somewhere. Just like, oh, yeah, sorry, we forgot you, D'Angelo. Yeah, oh, no, you're, you're, the ticket for your next plane ride is uh, I'll email to you. <laughs> Then ghosts him. Ugh. And then Rootsy's misses. Um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, actually, Emo would be great. But they seem to love Chris Finch up there, right? That's kind of the problem. I'll tell you what. Fucking Emo would uh, go pretty well in a couple of other places. But, man, that's such a mess up there in Minnesota that it feels like they do need someone just like an absolute head kicker to fix that shit. So it's not a bad one. Uh, number three, the Nets should tear it all down. Kyrie's gone. Kevin Clue wants to still be traded, and Simmons is a casual baller at best. Their window is all but shut as far as the title goes. 
So now's the time to rip the guts out and start again. Yeah, nah, to be honest, I've got a feeling that's where it's going to end up. I think the Nets have been played on the Simmons front. I think they were kind of like sold a bit of a false bill of goods, thinking that he was good to go when they traded for him after the Harden trade last year. And uh, it seems like there's a shit ton of disappointment around Simmons in that franchise to the point where he came out this week. It was like, oh, no, well, you know, I had my back surgery and, you know, nerves take 18 months. And the Nets are like, 18 fucking what? Motherfucker, you sat out all of last year. <laughs> what the shit? Yeah. I reckon trade Kevin, trade Kyrene, away you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, last one, should by previous year now has come to fruition, then Simo should be looking to somewhere like the Spurs or Warriors. I feel like Pop or Steve Kerr are exactly what needs to turn the direction of his career around. Yeah, nah, yes. He either needs a head kicker like Emu Yudoka or someone who will just like fucking dig into his brain like Steve Kerr or Pop. Uh, yeah, probably not Chris Finch. <laughs> But that's exactly right. Like, he'd be great on the Spurs. He'd be fantastic on the Warriors. But the problem is, like, what do the Nets get back from the Warriors? You're not going to, like, pry Moose Moody, Moose Moody, Moody, Moosey. Well, maybe you could. They don't seem to like Wiseman. He's been sent down to the G League. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. But it's going to be fascinating to see what happens between now and uh, February on that Nets team. Harry Pratt. Yeah, nah for you, Jimmy. If and when suitable. Let's stick on the Simo thing. When Box Hill Benny, with apparently Box Hill Benny saying he'd like to come back to the Boomers for the Olympics slash World Cup, etc. Could the Boomers get to a point where from culturally or just other talent NBA and here at home standpoint that they go, yeah, sick, but no thanks. Yeah, nah. Oh, wouldn't it be good? <laughs> Like, this is the, I didn't break up with you. No, you didn't break up with me. I broke up with you kind of vibe. Nah, look, I think if Simo's a bit of a basket case still after this season, like, the Boomers might actually actually be in that position of going, oh, no, we're good. We might, well, I mean, we'll do the sort of song and dance and invite you, but, like, we might also just sort of go, oh, yeah, it's a real disappointment if you're, like, if you can't make these little training camp things and we can't really have you part of it <laughs> and, like, schedule them on days that he's got, like, a doctor's appointment and shit. I don't know. But it's getting close, I think. Uh, between Dyson Daniels, Greeny, Giddy, and the old guard, maybe... Uh, if Simon doesn't get back to his former heights, fuck, who knows? That's a great year now. Because I would tend to say, actually, kind of, they could easily get to a point where culturally and just talent-wise, they might go. No, we're good. So that's a great one, Harry. I'll go, yeah. All right, unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This might not be unpopular, but I still kind of think that Draymond punching one of his teammates fair in the fucking face face should still be a bigger bigger kind of deal and might be something sort of behind how they haven't won a game on the road yet. (laughs) 
Like it's it's weird that it's not a bigger story that the Warriors are six and nine. Nice. Uh which is, you know, don't forget the same as the Nets. Like the Nets were like, yep, yeah, burn it down, it's shit, they're fucked. And it's like, nope, that's also what the Warriors are. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like they can't integrate their young dudes. They're sending James Huas, man, like down to the fucking G League. Kaminga is taking a step backwards. They're just a bit of a mess. Anyway, quick outback takeouts. It's Thursday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah, Bloomin' Onion times. Two for one, Bloomin' Onions. No one knows what the fuck these things are. What is it? A deep fried onion, you fat bastard yanks. What is it? Like a flower? Get the fuck out of here. No one eats this shit at home. What the fuck are you on about? Bloomin' Onion. How about bloom and blow it out your ass, idiot? Anyway, it goes great with the Flame Grill take, and today's Flame Grill take is Joe Sy and the Nets are rushing Kyrie back just so he can get enough games under his belt to trade the fucking noodle-brained idiot. Only an Outback. To be honest, I as soon as I saw that uh, fucking press release that Woj put out, <laughs> I'm not going to call that an article. That was a press release. Kyrie's a good man, <laughs> says his agent. I mean me. Sources told me that he's not a prick. Sources say Kyrie is not a giant fuckwit. It, sure, it's coming from Kyrie's stepmom, but still. All right. Good times. Great memories. Kyrie, fuck knuckle. Uh, let's do a quick stream play. I watch right after this. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, riggedy right. Australian player watch. How's Box Hill Benny going? Yeah, not great, bro. But he did have his second game of the season where he had more made field goals than fouls. Isn't that nice? Jimmy, seriously, only his second? Yes. He still has more fouls than field goals made this year. And this was the second game. All season that he's had more field goals made than fouls. And it was the first game that he's hit double figures. He had 11, 5, and 3 to go with the steal. Isn't that nice? 5 or 7 from the floor in 20 minutes. It was against the Kings in a game where they scored 153, though. So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it tells you a lot, doesn't it? It tells you a lot. Uh, Paddy Thrills, Paddy Mills in that same game uh, went 1 and 1 from the floor. That was a 3. So he had three points. He also had two rebounds and an assist in only four minutes. And this is kind of the thing. Uh, Patty Mills, look, the Nets have uh, obviously gone with Sumner. They've gone with Cam Thomas. Mills has sort of been pushed to the side a little bit. Uh, if you ask me, I still think just getting Patty out there and starting him in place of Sumner would probably get you way better results at this point. Uh, but, you know, what do I know? I'm just some smart, fucking handsome Big dick legend. Uh, <laughs> Jock Landale in that uh, loss to the Miami Heaters. Only played eight minutes. That's why they lost. Just saying. Uh, two points, three rebounds in that one. Went one of three from uh, the floor. Oh, of one from downtown. He's not hit a three since November 5. And he's only hit three all season. He's three of 24. But anyway, they'll, they'll come. Uh, and then in the win over Golden State today, 16 minutes. Looked great in that blue uh, aqua... Turquoise, beautiful, 
I think, Phoenix uh, City Edition jersey. We're going to rank the City Edition jerseys as well in uh, another show when I get a chance to go through all of them and see most of them as well. Like, I've only seen probably, what, half of them in person? If all half of them have, yeah, been rolled out. Anyway, uh, he had seven points, four rebounds, two blocks, and a steal, and that one went three or five from the floor. Just active in his 16 minutes. Love it. Uh, Dyson Daniels got out there against Memphis yesterday. Had three points, nine rebounds, one block, one assist, and one steal, and was awesome. He shot one of five from the floor, but he fucking just caused chaos everywhere he went. I loved it. One of three from downtown. And then today in the win over Chicago, went two of three from the floor for his four points, four rebounds, two assists, and a block. He had five fouls. Anti-Australian bias everywhere in 19 minutes. I'll tell you that much. Poor bloody Dyson. Come on, refs, give him a fucking chance. Seriously. Uh, giddy up. Told you. Just giddy the fuck up because he's going to crush it. And he is. Every time he gets out there at the moment, uh, he had 11-6-2 against the Wiz today in that win, in that one-point win. 5-11 from the floor. He had four fouls. We'd have a tough one. He had 16-7-4 in a great game against Boston on Tuesday as well. That was a banging game. God, he was good. That obviously came after his uh, triple-double against the Knickerbockers. 24-10-12. What a fucking game that was. Uh, Jack White hasn't gotten back out there. Still on that two-way contract. Hanging out. Greeny played 14 minutes against the Clippers yesterday in that win. The Luka-led win. Uh, Zero points, one rebound, one foul in 14 minutes. 0-1. Missed the three that he took. And then today, in a start, he had four points, five rebounds, and two steals. Went 0-2. So he's not hit a shot for two games. Granny, you're killing me. It looks great, looks great, looks great, looks great. Ah, misses his shots and it just sort of hurts your brain. But anyway, his defense was still unreal. Matty T, speaking of defense, hasn't played since Monday when they beat the uh, Yaz. Yeah, the 2.6 rebounds, five steals in that one, you might remember. Uh, Dally got out there, though, against the uh, Nets. I guess he's uh, good to see him and Patty hanging out before that. He had zero points, but he had four assists and a steal. In only eight minutes. What a legend. Oh, two from the floor, though, for Delhi. Cause some havoc. That fucking... Oh, the alley-oop, though, that he was trying. You'd love to see it. Uh, how about an Andrew Gaze Graham Umbra Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence? Just a real quick one. Andrew Gaze Gray Mumba. Quick clap, but we've got eight players still averaging over 30 points a game. That is some Andrew Gaze shit because that's what Gazy did. He got buckets. The grey mumber himself. Uh, Lucas at 34.4 points a game. Embiid at 32.3. Tatum, 31.9. Donnie Mitchell, 31.6. Shea, 31.5. Same as Steph, 31.3 for Giannis and 30.3 for the leader of men himself, Kevin the Snake. Durant, how's that? He's snaking his own fucking teammates. What a fucking legend. You love it. And a uh, very brief Shane Hill shoot a shoot, shoot your shot, light them up award. He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord, I'm healed. Praise the Lord for I'm healed. It is the Shane Hill shoot a shoot. Shoot your shot, light them up award. Oh, I mean, it's Steph. 59 and 6 today against the Suns. 17 of 28. 7 of 11. Bing! From downtown. Unbelievable. 
This comes up well, he had 47 against Sacramento last week, 40 against the Cavs on the weekend. Drops 50 today. Turns out he can shoot. He's shooting 50% from three in the month of November. It's November 17. <laughs> He's played seven games in that time. He's shooting 59% from the floor and 50% from three and averaging 34.6 points a game. That is fucking chaos, mate. And absolutely, Shane, the Hammer Heel-esque. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's do a Patty Mills Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter check-in. Uh, loving, loving some... Uh, this Chris Anstey uh, postage at the moment because we've got the Dirk Nowitzki. How good is this? They're bringing out Dirk. It's going to be a massive thing. Go get your tickets. Check out Chris Anstey's post on uh, the IG and stuff. Uh, clinks through. Yeah, click through on his bio. Just a big thing with Dirk. That's going to be fucking off the chain. Excited? I am. I'll see you there. All right. Let's do some game previews and picks. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. Do you uh, tend to forget me at the moment? Yeah, I do. I've got a lot of stuff going on, bruv. <laughs> Sorry, inadvertent, babe. Uh, we are. We went over the last three days, 14 of 22. I think we went 6 of 7 against the spread on uh, Tuesday's games. So I hope you're listening. We're 128 of 206 so far on the season. 14 of 22 over the last three days. So... So that was against the spread then head-to-head uh, when we made these picks. So we have a bunch of games in the next three days because we'll set you up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we might even pick Monday's games real quick just to be on the safe side, just in case I don't get a chance to do a show on Sunday night. Uh, so we've got the first three against the spread tomorrow. We've got Portland hosting Brooklyn. I've gone Portland minus two and a half because Brooklyn fucking stink and Portland are on top of the West. Sometimes it's as simple as that, isn't it? Uh, Sacramento, they host San Antonio. Sacramento are flying. San Antonio, look, they just can't keep up with a quality team like the uh, Kings. Look, Pirtle, teenage mutant Jakob Pirtle will give the Suvlaki King Demonis Sabonis some problems, but Sabonis is so good and the Kings are just so deep at the moment. They should roll the Spurs and the Clippers. So that was 7.5. I'm going Sacramento minus 7.5. Detroit go to the, play the Clippers in LA. It's an eight and a half point spread. The Clippers, I just can't trust them to like cover anything more than like four and a half if they're favorited. So I'm gonna have to go to D- Detroit plus eight and a half. Like it could be a massive Sadiq Bay game or something. I don't know, but off we go. Now Saturday, what a slate we have on Saturday. There are so many good games. We've got Miami at Washington, that's not one of them, but we still do have a supercharged Zingerberger. Up against Jimmy Butler and Bam. Uh, I've gone Miami in that one. I don't like it, but I just trust them a little bit more. Cleveland, they host Charlotte. The Hornets are a mess. Cavs have uh, got to buck this losing streak and uh, get a big win there. Then we've got Bucks Sixers. How good is that at 11.30 on Saturday? I've gone the Bucks here. Uh, the Sixers, look, Embiid should be nice and rested. They haven't played for a couple of days. So I just like the Bucks. If they get Giroud back for this, they win. If there's no Giroud, then I'll go the Sixers, but... Yeah, I like the Bucks a lot. They're still winning games no matter who's playing. Uh, the Bulls, they host Orlando. This is the Vooch Revenge Tour. Wendell, he's going to go off. Uh, I'll still take the Bulls at home, though. Houston, Indy, you got to go the Pacers because the Rockets are a mess. 
They stink out loud. Okay, see it. Uh, Memphis, that is a really fun one. Giddy and Shea versus Jar. Look, without Bane, the Grizzlies are a lot more vulnerable than you'd think. OKC will cover whatever line this is, but I think the Grizzlies can just pull out the win. Mavericks, they host Denver. With Joker probably maybe still in the protocols. I might go the Mavs now. I think I picked them. I picked Denver on Fox Sports Lab, but that was before we knew that uh, Joker was out with the COVID. So I might have to go Lucas-Mavs in that first game. They do play again, I think, on Monday. Celtics, they go to New Orleans. How good is this? I'm going to go Boston in that one. I think the Wings of uh, Tatum and Brown against Spindles and CJ, just a little bit too much. Hopefully Smart's back for Boston by then, but yeah, I think they might be a little bit too good for the Pels. Phoenix, Utah, I think I'm going to get Phoenix there. The Yaz, look, they're looking a little bit more like the team we thought they were. Colin Sexton's dropped back to earth and a bit of a tough one for the Yaz at the moment. Golden State hosts New York. They can only win at home at the moment, the Warriors, so I reckon they can beat the uh, suddenly flying Knicks who have won, what, first time in Denver since 2014 and... Hadn't won in Utah for ages as well, so still give me the Warriors. Uh, the Lakers they host Detroit. That'll be a fancy, fancy, amazing affair. Detroit on the back-to-back. The Lakers have to win that, and I think they will. On Sunday, though, what do we got on Sunday? We've got Toronto and Atlanta. That's a great game too. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, the Fighting Van Vliet's OG. I think the Hawks will win that though at home. Disappointing game against Boston today, but I think the Hawks will bounce back and get that one. Indy, Orlando. Can Indy get two wins on the weekend? God, I think they will. That's crazy. They're so sneaky good. I'll take Indy there, thanks. Uh, I didn't write that one down. That's weird. Pacers, Orlando. I'm going Pacers. I'll make a note of that. Pacers. (laughs) Sixers. Against the Wolves, uh, I'm going to go Philly because Minnesota just, ugh, they're a fucking train wreck, aren't they? They'll get it together. They'll figure it out. Ant-Man can't be this sort of bad all season. It just feels like they're two separate teams sort of crammed into one. Uh, I'll take Philly in that one. The Jazz, they go to Portland. I think the Jazz can probably sneak out a win in Portland off this one. But Portland will be nice and rested. Uh, I'll still take the Jazz. Clippers. They host the San Antonio Bandera Spurs. Give me the Clippers in that one. All right, so Monday. Yeah, there's a good slate then. I might end up doing it Monday night. We'll see how we go. Uh, Suns over the Knicks. Wizards over the Hornets. Sacramento of Detroit. Memphis over Brooklyn. Uh, even though that last game was really close. Cleveland, Miami. You have to go Cleveland. Jeez, that's weird. Warriors on the road in Houston. Warriors finally get a road win. Denver over Dallas with Joker back. Bit of a revenge after uh, they lose on Saturday. And then the Lakers host the Spurs. Oh, the Lakers can get back-to-back wins. That'll be nice for them, won't it? Even if the Lakers, the Lakers stink. stink. And that's it. There you go. Oh. All right, there you go. That's another show in the bag for you. Cruising with some of these picks. It's almost like it's my job or something. Um... But as mentioned, look, yeah, we're doing the two shows at the moment on the during the week, uh, or at least on Sunday night, Monday night, whatever my schedule allows. Just a bit tricky uh, with NFL Australia on Tuesdays, and you know, working all the fucking time. <laughs> you can read all the gear on codebet.com.au. I'm uh, doing a shit ton of stuff on NBA over there. Uh, you can listen to me on Codebet Daily, 
And you can follow us on Twitter, Facey IG, all over the socials. You can check out NFL Australia with myself and Gats. That's a good one. Having a lot of fun doing the NFL one this year. Uh, get around NBAstraight.com slash shop, get your merch, and check us a rating review on your podcast app. Look, I don't ask for much. I've still got a very sore throat. So if you can, uh, I don't know, buy some merch, check us a rating review, just go, poor Jim. He's got a fucking two-month-old. <laughs> He's not getting any sleep. <laughs> He's still doing NBA Australia's. Come on. Rate and review us, would you? Uh, right. Big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Also to Joshua Delorentis, Fascinating Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Ramshackle will have a show coming up. Go check them out on Facey. That's Gaz's band. Uh, get a, give all those bands a smash on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia Sports Train bands. And that's it. Uh, no skit today because I've got to go to fucking bed. <laughs> Look, the skits will be back. I'm just cooked at the moment, so... Got to give myself a bit of a breather. All right, we'll catch you either Sunday or Monday, you dickheads. Love you long time. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And later, Jose. Fuck, man. Jimmy fucking called me up and wants me to do a fucking deli review and then he fucking bails on me. All right, later, fuckos. Deli out, I guess. Jesus. Doesn't even want to do this fucking thing. Fucking Jimmy, Jesus.